Abuse, rape, or trauma are things that happen to people who are victims at that very moment. Child or adult, there's nothing you could have done to prevent the atrocity. But when it's over, the healing must begin. It gets every day. You have inner beauty. You have inner worth and value. Framing your past as your past and leaving it there will help you to frame your future and lead you to the place where you belong with a woman's soul restored. Here's LaTanya Hendry. Welcome to A Woman's Soul Restored. First of all, I would like to thank each of you that took the time to listen to last week's segment entitled, Refining for a Greater Purpose. The feedback I received was overwhelming and will give me the courage to continue to move forward and to press on. I use the word courage because when you have been through any type of abuse or traumatic experience, courage is just a seven-letter word with no substance. It really doesn't mean anything. We could probably form a sentence with it, but as far as seeing ourselves as a courageous person or somebody that can achieve and accomplish or, or push the envelope to try to do more, that doesn't apply to us when we've been through something that was that, that was so overwhelming that we don't see ourselves doing any more than we think in our minds that we can do. We lose a lot of internal attributes when we have suffered any type of abuse. Strength, self-esteem, self-worth, even our voice are all things that get lost in the shuffle of violation. All of these things correlate with one another. And when something so personal and intimate is taken, it feels like nothing is left. And the younger we are when these occurrences happen to us, the harder it is to realize that we can do whatever we set our minds to do. And we can have whatever we want. And I'm not talking about physical items, because physical things can come and go in an instance. But I'm talking about the simple things. Maybe walking on the park after dusk and not being afraid or being timid. Or sitting on our front porch if we're alone and nobody's home with us. And not feeling like we have to duck back in the house because somebody's going to snatch us or grab us or take or violate us. Or even going to the store after hours and either getting out of our, out of our car or getting back in thinking that something's going to happen to us. And we have we live in this fear in this prison and we don't move forward. We internalize what happens to us physically. The very act is meant to demean and demoralize, to take away, to control, and to manipulate. Years after the physical act is done, we are still left in confinement. The actual act is like getting arrested for a crime we did not commit, and the aftermath is a mental prison sentence. It is something that is happening currently or reoccurring, it's like having additional time added to our sentence. The dynamic of your was and is begins to exist together. They begin to flow together as one. It may become difficult to see yourself as someone other than a victim. That mentality begins to consume you and take over your life. Anything consuming has power. 
that power of being victimized can negate who you were meant to be because you will continuously believe that which happened to you or is happening is who you are. Thoughts and memories will overtake your reality and become your now. The power of bad memories may seem like an impossible enemy to fight. Sometimes things could just overtake us and we just don't know what direction to go in and how to think and what to do. So we just don't do anything at all. You may feel powerless, hopeless, and destined to be confined in that mental prison. But there is a way to break free. There is hope. Keep in mind that we have a God that loves us and wants the best for us. There is no battle that he cannot or will not fight for us. Because in his word, he says the battle is not ours anyway. He has also given us power to speak to mountains and the mountains will move. Surely if we can move mountains, then we can gain power over our thoughts, take back our lives and live in a way that gives us peace happiness, and fullness. You may be asking how long will that take? Because if we've been drawn in such a uh, mental state so long, we don't have hope for a releasing. We don't have hope for freeing our thoughts and being able to move forward. But then when we think about it, we think it's going to be something that's going to happen tomorrow. Well, that answer will vary from person to person. The power of the mind is limitless. There is nothing wrong with buying aids, reading, viewing different programs, or even listening to this podcast. But ultimately, it comes down to a decision. A decision to take back your power and gain control of your thoughts and memories. Once you have made that decision, then be determined to stay on a positive course, no matter what comes your way. Once again, I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on us thinking that if we think one way today, tomorrow, everything's just going to change. That's not reality. We're not going to stop having the thoughts. We're not going to, those memories are not going to stop rehashing it before us. We're not going to automatically just, just, just stop. But the thing about that is we'll know how to deal with it better. And that's the decision we're making. We're making a decision that when those thoughts are, or those patterns happen, that we don't just fall into the same trap repetitively, but we make a decision to think different, to do different, to react different, to find a way that works for us to deal with our memories. Be determined not to drop the ball on yourself. And that's very important. Because we give 110% on our jobs, with our families, we go above and beyond, with friends, with even strangers, we give 110%. But when it comes to our own self and helping ourselves, we drop the ball. And it's important because if we want to be able to give 110% to other people, we have to be 110% ourselves. Now, that doesn't mean we're not going to have faults and we're going to be perfect because no one is perfect. But it does mean we're in the mindset that we're not getting pulled back into places mentally that's going to distract from what we're trying to do to help others. We must first help ourselves and be strong and be willing to say, okay, I have an issue and I'm going to deal with this. These memories are bothering me and I have to find a way to help myself. I need help. 
and then do the work. It's not automatic. It's not instant. It's not a pill that you take. It's like when we might be on a diet and we start taking weight loss pills. And if we don't lose 10 pounds and then in in a week, we say the pills don't work. We're we're a microwave society and we feel that everything is supposed to happen in an instant. But most things that happen in an instant eventually comes back. If we lose weight quickly and lose weight the wrong way, it comes back and we gain more weight. That's the same thing with life. If we hurry and rush and do things just to get through it and say that we've done it, we're going to end up in the same state. Those memories are going to come back and we're not going to have a way to deal with them. Strive to not just be, but to be the best me that you can be. To make the best out of a negative. Your negative can be turned into a positive. It can be turned around, but it is going to take work. You're going to have to make that decision and then stick to it once you make it. To not return to who you were, but to be better because of the prison that you were in. Now, for people like me that had horrible things to happen before they were adults, I don't know what type of person I would have been because I was shaped by what happened to me. But eventually I learned how to learn a new normal that was best for me and how I was living my life. Just like what we are going through now with the pandemic, we have had to learn new normals. We have to adjust and make changes. It's the same thing we have to do with our thoughts and memories. We have to adjust and not let it control us. Believe in your abilities and know that you can look forward to a bright future. A future full of possibilities and not in a mental prison. I think about 2017 when uh, actually it was June. I believe June 9th, 2017. When I walked across the stage at Savannah Civic Center with my degree, with my with my bachelor's in human services with a minor in psychology at the age of 50, that was the happiest moment for me because I had put off school because I was a young mom. And I figured my children did not ask to come here, so it was beneficial for me to just put my all in my children. And when I got married to put my all in my husband and be the best wife and best mother I could be and to work and to provide for my family. So I didn't go to school. And I commend those that did make that decision to still raise kids and go to school because that's hard. But for me, I made a decision not to do that, but to focus on my family. So when I walked across that stage, it meant more than just getting the diploma from the person that was giving it to me and shaking their hands and posing to take a picture. It meant so much more than that. It meant that when my ex-husband told me I would never accomplish anything or never amount to anything, it meant that when my, my, my grandfather used to tell me as a child that I was only good for one thing, well, my step-grandfather, but he raised us. That was the only grandfather I knew that violated me so so viciously and repetitively. But it also came with a mental cost because I grew up hearing that because I, my skin was darker than my sister's, because 
what he was doing to me. He was feeding stuff in my mind that I would never amount to anything. I had heard that all my life. So when my ex-husband said it, it was just confirming everything that I have heard already that I would not amount to anything. I had children young and the only thing I was good for was keeping somebody's house or working at a job that really wasn't going to amount to anything for me. So I settled for that. But after I got to a point where I realized that I am worth it, my it was discovering who I was as an individual, as a person, as a woman, as the, the many things that I do now to walk in my truth of what happened to me and to accept it and not let it control me, but to grow from it and become the person I am now. It meant all of that on that stage that day. It meant all of that when my torso got switched from my left side to my right. It meant everything in that moment that my family and friends were screaming when they called my name. And I knew inside that I had achieved something that I always wanted to do. I wanted to be a college graduate. I graduated cum laude. And it meant something to me that I achieved something in my life so important and that can make a difference not only for me but in my nonprofit to help me know how to manage it better to be a better service in my community so I was thankful that day in that moment and I'm sitting here tearing up now but it, it was just a very special time why would something like that be so special people do it Every year, millions of kids walk across stages to get their degrees and diplomas. That's the thing. It's kids. Most of the time, uh, adults do it too. But the ratio or the, the percentage is much higher in younger people that get their degree and they go on and start their career. Because at my age, most people are looking forward to retirement. And here I am just starting. Well, I thank God I did start and I, I was able to succeed at a, at, a, at a high rate to do the best I could to study hard. To All my classes, I got A's except math, which I pulled out a C. Math is not my favorite or most the best subject, but I, I was able to pass. But that moment meant to me that all those things that I heard over the years were not true. It really was not true. That I was able to accomplish and able to do what I set out to do. This is what making that decision does. It makes you want to go out and achieve things. It makes you want to test yourself to see, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. And you have a yes, I can in your spirit too. You just have to pull it out. You just have to make that decision and then not look back. Make that decision that even when those thoughts pop back up in your head, that you're not going to fall for what the enemy is trying to do. He doesn't want you to succeed. He doesn't want you to accomplish anything. He wants you to be comfortable just sitting. And we can't just sit unless you're typing a book or doing something. But we can't just sit there. We can't just let our lives go by us because time does not stand still for anyone. That includes us. We can't look back 10 years from now and say, oh, wow, I should have did such and such. 
We don't even know if we're going to be here 10 years from now. So why put off for tomorrow what we can do today? That book you wanted to write, go ahead and start it. That you wanted to go back to school, go ahead and go. That job that you have your degree for, but you're afraid to step out and do it. Girl, use that degree and go ahead and get that job. Stop wasting time and and wasting life because each morning that means we've lost a 24-hour period believe in yourself more than just to succumb to what somebody has told you or what you feel get out of that prison that's in your mind and release yourself unlock those doors and be free We don't have to be bound by anything. We don't have to be stuck in a place and with no escape. There is an escape and we hold the key. Because even if God moves all the things out the way for us that we need moved, if we're not willing to walk through the door, it's not going to come to fruition. We're going to be stuck in that same place. And we're going to have grandchildren and great-grands if we're still here to see them looking at us and we're still going to be wondering, why I didn't do this or why I didn't do that. I'm not saying what happened to you did not impact you. Because what happened to me impacted me drastically. It, I took a, a, a life course turn. But I'm saying that you could turn that corner again. You could bend that corner and find your new normal. Find what works for you. Find a way that when those memories come, it doesn't put you in a place of darkness. It doesn't lock you away. It doesn't confine you. Because believe it or not, life goes on. And people are living and people are moving and people are joyful. And why not join those people? Why not do it for yourself today? Don't waste another moment. Don't put it on a list and say, I'm going to do it when the first comes next year, next month. I'm going to start the month off September 1st doing this. No, do it now. Do it now. Make a decision that in the morning, I'm going to start my new life. I'm going to live on purpose. I'm going to do what I need to do to help myself. Don't live in that prison any longer. Don't be confined in your mind. And Lord, please, please don't let those memories take you, continue to take you to that place of being victimized, of being abused, of being neglected. Whatever happened to you to put you in that dark place, you don't have to stay there. I hope you enjoyed this session of of A Woman's Soul Restored. I hope that each week we learn a new attribute and learn something new to help prosper our lives and to help us move forward. If you want to contact me, send me an email. Let me know your thoughts at a woman's soul restored at gmail.com. That's a woman's soul restored at gmail.com. Or visit my website at www.livelifenowlovelifenow.com. So this is LaTanya Hendry with A Woman's Soul Restored. Get out of that prison and live your life today. Ooh.